Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Caitlin Thomas about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion and her reception at Bay Lake Tower's Top of the World Lounge. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her planning process and the things that she liked and the things that she would have changed and how everything turned out. So welcome, Caitlin. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Let's start at the beginning and tell me how you guys decided that you wanted to have a wishes wedding at Walt Disney World. We got engaged at Cinderella's Royal Table, and I've been like a big Disney freak like my whole life, and whenever I started dating my husband, I actually, uh, I think about one year into our relationship, I was like, all right, so if you're going to date me, you're going to have to go to Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) The last time I've been was, uh, he was like five years old, and so he didn't really remember any of it, and so like... I pulled all the stops, like I got us, uh, I rented points at Animal Kingdom Lodge, like I booked all, I got the dining plan and like booked every single of our reservations ahead of time, like the whole nine yards and apparently he really liked it because the next year he took me for my graduation from college and that's actually when he proposed. And so got, we got engaged there, and, like, as soon as I got engaged, he was like, well, what's your dream wedding? Like, if we get have sky's the limit, what would you want? And I was like, well, Disney World would be, like, ideal because you kind of go full circle. And, of course, like, you got the castle. It's perfect. Like, why wouldn't you want your wedding there? <laughs> but we are both from Mobile, Alabama. And that being our hometown, I was like, well, I mean, like, we are be missing a lot of people because a lot of people can't make it, and it's just, like, cost thing, and it's just travel thing, and so we went and kind of gauged everybody, and we're just like, you know what, I mean, like, I don't think it's going to be possible, and so we started kind of, like, a a little guest list, and getting together people who would go to to the wedding mobile, and realized that including, like, all people that we would feel obligated to include would be, like, a 200-person wedding, something crazy like that, and we started budgeting stuff, and we're just like, it would be about the same or cheaper 
to have an intimate small wedding at Disney World with all of like the important people that we really care about being there than having it in Mobile with 200 people. (laughs) So we actually went with that. Wishes was, you know, the kind of default option because we wanted to make sure we customize everything because it's, you know, my one wedding. And so I want to make sure everything is, is perfect. And so escape or memories just didn't really fit the bill. Maybe if we do a vow renewal, we'd do one of the other two. But for, you know, the first wedding, <laughs> I don't want to say first, but like I'm going to get married to somebody else, but you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> a non vow renewal wedding, like the actual wedding, um, we wanted to do wishes. Got it. Now, how did you decide on your ceremony and reception venues? Wedding Pavilion was like the only option, pretty much for ceremony. It was perfect for us because it was a, this chapel fill and it was beautiful. And they were actually like updating it like the month of my wedding, pretty much, with this beautiful new palette and, and uh, all this pretty Cinderella theming. And it was just, it was ideal for us to do the wedding pavilion. We had actually originally planned to do Whitehall Room because my original idea was to have a garden themed wedding. So like really pretty, like really lush floral budget, these beautiful centerpieces and like bird cages and and succulents and the whole nine yards and pretty, anyway, like a really, really big budget pretty much for floral. But actually, I saw one of the Dis- on the Disbrides page that somebody had done a first look at Top of the World Lounge, and we're like, well, "Where do you see members? Is there any way that we could do that?" And we we contacted our coordinator about it, and she was like, "I'll check and see." And sure enough, since we're having a brunch reception, it really wasn't a problem, and and that was perfect. We we went to a site visit there, and you know, it overlooks the ca- the castle and Space Mountain and all of Magic Kingdom, and you're just like, it, it was perfect for us. <laughs> That's fantastic. And did they tell you that you have to be a DVC member to have your wedding there? I think it helps. That was kind of what we used as leverage. Like, hey, we have points at the Polynesian. Is there any way that that would justify us using it for our reception? And, And so we didn't ask beforehand, like without being DVC members. They did confirm who all was on the DVC contract and where we had points at. So I think they did like cross-check it just to make sure. So it kind of looks like you do have to be a member. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Now, how did your friends and family in Alabama react when they found out where your wedding (laughs) was going to be? Once they processed it, they started getting really excited about it, which got us like really, really excited about it. (laughs) Because a lot of the people that we uh, were inviting, we hadn't, they'd either never been to Disney World or they hadn't gone since they were like children. And so whenever it started getting closer to time, they were, like, matching their fast passes with ours and, you know, checking to see what days we're going to which park so they could make sure that they were there, too. And uh, that just kind of just added to, to the anticipation, the excitement of, of the wedding coming up even more. That's great. How many did you invite and how many made the trip? Like I said, we did gauge how many people would, would be able to go. And we made sure that we kind of wanted to keep our budget down so... We had an, we pretty much knew who all was going before we even sent out their save the dates. So we invited thirty seven and thirty seven one. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my immediate family was three, and Matt's uh, immediate family, my husband, was he has a large immediate family. He's got nine, so there's twelve right there. Wow. <laughs> had to go no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a bit about whether you had a theme or colors and how you incorporated that into your events. 
Okay, so, um, like I said, we originally had a garden theme, but that kind of went out the window whenever we went to uh, our reception meeting at Top of the World Lounge. Mostly because Top of the World Lounge, you don't really need a lot of decorations, and you don't want to overcrowd the space, definitely. So I went from, like, these big floral centerpieces in my mind to actually just having, like, slow silk petals sprinkled around the, the lounge with a, a few centerpieces that were, I'm sure you've seen them on Pinterest, they have um, big Baroque frames with, like, ride posters in, in them. All right. Yeah, so I made about six of those, or maybe a little more, uh, about six of those. And um, they scattered those around, and then I had, like, a bunch of stuff that... I put together for an up-themed guest book table. So it didn't really have too much of a theme. It was mostly like Disney, but not like too much where it's like way too much going on. (laughs) I still kind of kept a little bit of that garden theme. My bouquet, which had like the way I described what I wanted my bouquet to be to the florist was I wanted controlled chaos. (laughs) So I wanted like pretty greenery and pastel colors and just big and crazy um, succulents, silk toadstools. I even had an avocado in there. <laughs> um, that, that was a really important part. And then, like, I think it kind of met a little bit um, with that garden theme again whenever I got the regular choice Alice in Wonderland shoes. Mm. But that was pretty much it on the whole theming idea. It was mostly just kind of like central Disney theming without being too much, I guess. Got it. And did you work yeah. with Disney floral for your bouquet? Oh, yes. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> now, did you guys decide to add a dessert party to your day? We did. Um, we had a dessert rehearsal dinner. It was a torrential downpour whenever we had it. Oh, no. Okay, tell me about that. What location you were using and where they moved you and... So we had a rehearsal, and then um, the day of, I got a call from our planner, Maxine, and she's like, hey, guys, um, it's supposed to rain, like, a lot. <laughs> uh, I think they would be wise if you guys used vans, because we are going to take the monorail from the Wayne Pavilion to uh, Epcot, because we had our dessert party in Lockside originally, and then the backup location was in China. Hmm. And so um, that's an adjustment we had to make. We had to actually get... Three vans, I think, that evening to take all of our, or might have been two, to get our guests from rehearsal to the dessert party. And it was really actually kind of cool because we went to backstage Epcot. And uh, the lady, or the chauffeur that was driving, she was like, oh, that's Norway, that's Mexico, um, that's the, the universe of energy or something like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was neat. And we got free ponchos out of it. So that was cool. <laughs> Hey, free ponchos. Exactly. (laughs) And so where did they set up your desserts? So we were in the Great Hall of China. Uh, The desserts were kind of like on the outside of that rotunda type area when you first walk in. Um, And all the seating was underneath the rotunda. Nice. Okay. And then what viewing spot did they take you to when the fireworks happened? It was outside of Norway. All right. And was it okay? Were you like bummed out or was it like, you know what? It's kind of a fun way. I guess free ponchos. (laughs) Yeah. um, It it was, I mean, you had to make the best of it. It it wasn't, you get what you get. We, uh, we scheduled it knowing that there was a possibility for rain. So, I mean, it wasn't, I I was bound and determined to not get irritated or like stress out over anything that weekend uh, or week period. I was just like, it's my wedding week. Like, I'm not even going to worry about it. If it happens, it happens. Um, so that was just the whole mentality that I had about it. We still had fun. We still ate dessert. (laughs) 
the funny thing is, like, we actually had Disney Fine Art Photography doing our dessert party, and I didn't realize that um, they actually did, like, portraits, or I don't know what to how to describe it, but they had took pictures of like the bridal party together. I thought they were just going to do candid shots, mm-hmm. and uh, so everybody's kind of soggy in all the pictures. <laughs> and some some pictures, like some people are wearing ponchos like inside, and just their hair is like soaked. And so it was, those pictures didn't turn out the greatest, but it was definitely a memory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But they actually did like move the uh, the fireworks up a little bit so that it could avoid the rain, and so we were actually able to watch the fireworks and get pictures for the fireworks without it raining the whole time. Oh, great. That's great. Yes. Yeah, that was great. Okay, so that was your rehearsal dinner. Can you give me a timeline of how your wedding day ran? Okay, so we had a 10 o'clock ceremony. So we woke up uh, bright and bushy-tailed at 5 a.m. Hair and makeup arrived at 5.30. Photography arrived at 7.30, I think. Photography took pictures of the groomsmen in the Grand Floridian at 8.30. They took pictures of us in the Grand Floridian at 9. We drove over for a first look of my father at 9.45. Ceremony starts at 10. I don't even remember like how long the ceremony lasted. I want to say like it felt like it was super short, um, which I'm sure they all do. <laughs> so I th- want to say we finished our ceremony about 10.30, 10.45 maybe. We did our portraits with the family and uh, with me and Matt together because, of course, we didn't do a first look um, and do portraits ahead of time after the ceremony. And while everybody was, like, shuttled off with the limo to the pre-reception. And they kind of staggered that a little bit. So, like, most of the guests went the first couple of trips. And then as we, like, started narrowing down the family portraits, extended family first, started going off to the pre-reception. And then, like, the bridal party. And then we finally did. So we arrived at reception at 12. The reception ended at about, well, supposedly 3. But I think we actually ended the reception earlier because we... Everybody was, it, it had been kind of a long day by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I think we actually ended about 2.30, 2.45, and we had about an hour left of photography. And Mackenzie was just like, hey, you want to go on the monorail and do the monorail loop and take pictures on there? And we're like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> and so uh, we took pictures on the monorail and probably took about like a two-hour break after that and went to the hotel, um, dropped everything off. And went back to Magic Kingdom with everybody else for our fast passes at like five. <laughs> Aww, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was one of the best parts. What kind of entertainment did you have at the reception? Did you do dancing or a DJ or anything like that? We knew that like our people at our wedding weren't like big dancers. And so a DJ wasn't really necessary. We did play um, a playlist that I had written up off of my husband's iPod or his phone um, with the iPod hookup. And uh, for entertainment, we actually had a caricature artist there the whole time. And then we had Mickey and Minnie help us cut the cake. Oh, that's awesome. Was that a surprise for your guests? I think we told them at the very like beginning when we were like, booking the wedding, maybe. Uh, but we made sure we kept it hush-hush after that and hoped that they forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it was a little bit of a surprise for most of them. That's great. So what were the most and least important aspects where you either splurged or you spent a lot of time or you saved time or money? Money-wise, I think, no, I spent a, probably a little bit more than average on my shoes. Uh, they were 
a regular choice in about 275 and when I saw them I was like in love with like I had to have them because I've been kind of looking a little bit for uh, something that was you know a little bit different um, a little bit like flashy for uh, like about a week or two and then this popped up on my Facebook feed and they're like debuting next week and I'm like uh, yes please <laughs> and uh, I looked on their site and they're a UK based brand and I was a little bit worried because all of their stuff was in like I would have to pay for shipping from the UK and stuff like that but I was like all right let's see on release day and come to find out like their site had completely crashed just because of all the traffic yeah, and uh, apparently they have a U.S. Facebook page, and they're like, hey, if you can't buy our, if you're in the U.S. looking for these shoes, look at these, like, ten sites, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I click on, um, actually, Think Geek, which I figured would be the one that had the less traffic, because it, was, it would be one that you wouldn't really think that would have, like, shoes or designer shoes and sure enough they had those shoes in my size and I was like yes and they had free shipping because it was definitely over $75 wow. yeah so that was a little bit of a splurge the most important parts that I, I wanted to focus on was how I looked so like my bouquet my dress I was stressed out a lot a lot about um, especially I don't know if you experienced this but like as soon as I bought my dress and I went home I completely forgot what it looked like <laughs> And I started stressing out about it, and I was like, oh, gosh, what if it was the, wasn't the right dress? Because that was the first appointment I went on, and I was like, yes, this is it. And then I went home, and I'm like, I'm not going to see this dress for, like, five months. <laughs> Am I 100% sure? Then it ended up turning out beautifully. Let's see, what was something else? I definitely wanted to make sure that we had a couple of, like, DIY touches to our wedding to make it a little bit more customized. So I did create a couple of the pieces that were on our up guest book table, and I, what else did I make? I made the centerpiece frames, and I also made my veil. It wasn't so much for a DIY project. It was more for, like, the principle of things because I didn't realize veils were so expensive. Right. And so I actually went to a bridal store, and I started looking. I'm like, Are you, I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I can make this. <laughs> and so I did, and I ended up loving it. And I was like, I, I'd gone in with the intention of, like, well, it only has to last, like, 45 minutes. I'm going to take it off after the wedding or uh, after the ceremony. And kind of, like, I loved it so much that I just I kept wearing it all day. <laughs> it lasted like a champ, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? So the number one probably is whenever those doors opened and I saw Matt for the first time and he had tears in his eyes and like I was already fighting back tears and it was, it was awesome. A couple other ones would be like, I did my first look at my dad and I almost started crying like before I even like turned him around. I was just, I was just involved tears like the entire day. Like it was just <laughs> so emotional. <laughs> And then another thing that was like really, really awesome was the fact that we had so many people there and they were they were staying there and they had planned their days around the days that we were going to the part two. So like, I got, sure, a few of them did their own thing, um, but like we were surprised at how many people were like, yeah, we're going to go to the parks with you guys and we're going to spend time with you and do the same fast passes that you're doing and, and go to the same rides and eat the same places. And like, that was awesome because we like, there are people that are from out of town that we haven't seen in a really long time. And like, we got to actually spend, I don't know, just that extra special time with them. And like everything was just, it was perfect. That's fantastic. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Let's see. Definitely not so much on the wedding day. 
I think. I mean, of course, the dessert party didn't exactly turn out as expected. I think everything um, turned out, like, great otherwise. I mean, we still, like I said, we still ate food, and we still watched the fireworks, so I can't complain. And we got free ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Yeah, I think everything <laughs> was a big deal beforehand. <laughs> And then, like, once we had everything packed up and we had actually, um, because we had flown down there from New Orleans and we had given my parents a bunch of stuff and then his mom a bunch of stuff to drive down there. And once we had given, dispersed all of our things and we had, you know, we're on our way to the airport, I finally just, like, settled down and was like, all right, it's time to enjoy this. There's, this is the point of no return. (laughs) Like, can't do anything else. Like, stop, stop stressing out about it. Okay. And is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I did have a park shoot at Magic Kingdom the day afterward. Okay, I probably would have scheduled that for a different day (laughs) Um, to give give myself a little bit of a break because that was two days in a row waking up at 5 (laughs) a.m. And I, I think we were like all like hyped up on adrenaline and after we actually actually after we closed magic kingdom down the wedding day we went to disney springs and ate dinner at raglan row oh my gosh did you sleep at all no (laughs) 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 so uh, that wasn't the best idea Um, (laughs) but uh yeah and i probably would have made sure that I did have a list of, like, I, I did give Fine Art Photography a list of photographers in order of of who I'd want. I didn't recommend anybody because I did scroll through a few of the Pinterest boards, and I was like, you know what, these are all great. But then I also didn't realize or didn't think about the fact that those are just kind of like the highlight reels of, like, years of doing it. And, like, they're not all going to be consistent with, with what you see. I, you know, put a lot of effort into investigating and looking into my wedding photography And I didn't do that for the fine art photography, and the photographer we got didn't exactly align with what I liked. Not to say I didn't get, like, beautiful pictures. It's just that I feel like I would have gotten a lot more if I would have, you know, leaned towards photographers that were more my style. I see. Yeah. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney wishes brides and grooms? Something that helped me a lot whenever I was doing the wedding, the whole wedding planning stuff, was... Sitting down and, like, if you have a big decision to make or, or something to choose that, that you need to, to get done, make sure you sleep on it. Take a step back and think about, like, if you're stressing out over something or all these little tiny details, like, you're going to, like, freak yourself out and get, like, super overwhelmed. Just, like, step back and think, in the grand scheme of things, will people really care about this? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really that important? <laughs> you know, if the roses are pink... Or blue, does it matter? Like, do people really pay that much attention to the details that you're putting into or the effort that you're putting into these details? I think that's the important part. And just enjoy it. Just uh, just, just sit back and, and, and enjoy the, the whole ride. That's a great tip. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I think um, my photographer actually went to Europe for three weeks. And so if she was going to put uh, pictures online, she hasn't done so yet. (laughs) Okay, well, when this show is ready to go up, I'll get some photos from you and put them in the post for this show on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Okay, perfect.
Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really instructive for anyone who's interested in planning a wishes event at Walt Disney World or a dessert party. So I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.